0: Hello, welcome back to the Change on Purpose podcast. I'm Seamus, and if you've not done so already, you know the drill like, follow, subscribe, whatever else I usually say. Yeah, well, all that jazz, yeah. So, look, this is Mental Health Awareness Week 2023 from the 15th to the 21st all week long um, you'll probably see a load of things out there uh, to support all things mental health so yeah do um do support them they are very uh very worthy causes and i suppose as kind of a bit of a reminder and a bit of help for people i suppose to be kind to their mind but today what i'm going to talk about is mindfulness and meditation Now, mindfulness and meditation are becoming increasingly popular as all of us, as human beings, try to reduce the stress and even increase our focus, our awareness, as the world that we're living in just is getting increasingly, you know, more fast-paced. So, as ever, get the earbuds in, grab a coffee, and let's crack on. So, what exactly are mindfulness and meditation? And why should we be using them to improve our lives? The whole mindfulness and meditation gig, it, it it has a bit of a woo-woo reputation, doesn't it? Like I always thought it was reserved for the more genteel of the population. I mean, can you imagine a group of lads sitting around chatting about being present and all that? You probably wouldn't get it. You know, but with the way the modern world is though, more and more men and women are taking it a bit more seriously than ever, and that's a good thing um why it's more important i suppose as the years are going by because I, I reckon that the more advanced that we become technologically the more regressed we kind of are becoming with our coping mechanisms for the speed that things are coming at us like there are emails there are zoom calls social media 24 hour news smart homes to smartphones and they all come with weekly um even daily updates and security patches to make sure they're running, you know, properly, but there's never any update to to the human side of it to enable us to adapt to the change and keep with the pace. I genuinely don't think that we're designed to be bombarded, you know, on a, on a potentially twenty four seven basis with this much information. I just don't think we are as as individuals. And it's not even just the information that we were seeking that we're searching for. We're being bombarded with information about the information all the time can you imagine 100 or 200 years ago our ancestors living you know they live a totally different experience than what we're living if something happened say 10 kilometers or 10 miles away from their home they wouldn't hear about it for what a day a week or a month that's if they ever heard about it even if you go back 100 years to our grandparents um time or our great-grandparents wherever it was the soonest they'd have known about anything um, was the next day after the event. Maybe if it was national news, they might maybe get it later on that day on the radio. And that again, depending if they had electricity and if they own the radio. Nowadays, if there's a natural disaster, we could be monitoring that in real time and we've all done it. We're taking that on board all the time like if we have a 24-hour news channel on we can watch a dozen of these natural disasters playing out in front of us all at once you know they're hopping from one story to another and i mean not to mention then the smartphone in our pockets alerting us instantly to everything that's going on so if we add up you know the social media side uh, you know the news updates or social sites and um, sports alerts and everything that we're you know being alert on our phones we're literally becoming overtaxed and but there are ways to take it back take back control i suppose and it's totally not new phenomenon it's just that we're out of practice a bit with it so that's what you know the mindfulness and the meditation can come in as modalities to use so what is mindfulness then well to me I suppose the way I look at it, or the way I think about it, is it's a kind of a way of creating or forming a mental state where I'm fully aware of where I am, what I'm doing, and what I'm feeling at that particular snapshot shot in time, like that point in time. I'm not I'm not worried or thinking about what's gone on in the past or what's coming up in the future. It's just that moment, isn't it? that's a very, maybe a very simplistic way of explaining it. Maybe I read it somewhere or I can't really remember, but that's what works for me. Or that's how I, I present it to myself. And mindfulness can be practiced anywhere at any time. You can practice mindfulness when you're out walking, while you're in work, while you're driving, you know, when you're eating, you know, or doing the housework or having a shower anything. It's, it's not location dependent. You can be, you can, and we probably all should be striving to be mindful all the time. So on the other side of it, then what's meditation? So to me, meditation is, is more of a process, a process of quietening the mind of all the internal chatter, and, you know, what's going on around, you know, just getting, getting away from that, quieting the mind. And usually I'm focusing on breathing. So where the mindfulness can be practiced anywhere Um, location independent i suppose meditation then seems to be a more formal practice that definitely involves you setting aside time specific time for meditating and to sit quietly and to focus you know on whether it's to to focus on 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 a specific object like your breath or that back when like when i started meditating it's not all that long ago (laughs) I was listening to all the advice on it because I didn't have a clue where to start. Like, notice the cold air bristle past your nose hair and all that kind of jazz. And I was like, what are you on about? Cold air going through my nose hairs. Or I remember another time I was in a yoga class and the instructor was telling me to, you know, breathe into your arms and your legs. And I'm like, what the f***? Breathe into my, what? So I'd be there squinting through my eyes, like, you know, closed eyes, squinting out to see what the other people were doing thank christ i did lads because imagine images of you know blown into your hand or your foot or whatever not knowing what was going on i'm lucky i did have a look around um you know and, and not just thinking here that's a crazy yoga move you're supposed to actually do um anyway look the people were on the mats they were all very very still barely moving just breathing you know it didn't even look like they were breathing so i tried the two and eventually switching off the you know the silly talk or silly self-talk and trying to notice it and then just if you can't notice just notice what you did feel and that kind of worked a bit but now i'm a bit further along and I, and I know from doing breath work stuff and trying out different types of breath work that them sessions or journeys can they can do the same for you except much much faster calming the mind the body um you know, sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous systems and all the rest of that. And so you know, you learn another bit as you go on. But going back to the to the start of it, I suppose meditation and and mindfulness, um, mindfulness in general, but specifically meditation, they they do have a range of health benefits. You know, on everything from depression to addiction, from just general stress to all out ADHD. Even medical conditions like irritable bowel syndrome and, and you know, other medical conditions, it's, it's been proven that um, meditation can drastically improve that person's condition with, 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 with application, obviously, um, of a practice. Maybe some of you out there, maybe you have your own rituals or your own understandings of it. And that's cool. Maybe you maybe you do it and don't know that you even do it. Maybe you, Maybe you're just naturally very mindful. Um, going about your day to day or maybe you're sick of the pace of life in 2023 and you want to try it you know so for a better understanding of it better than like what I'm after explaining and I suppose I i have two books that I want to recommend so if, if you are looking to get started both are by the same author right um, a guy called Dan Harris he's an American Dan was a was an ABC news anchor. Now he's he's well, he's famous. But then, if you've not heard of him, maybe he's not that famous. But he was made famous um, by almost twenty years ago. He had a he had a panic attack live on air. You know, I just you know pause this or whatever or no listen to this and then after go back and watch it and um, go to YouTube and just put in Dan Harris panic attack and you'll see it. You can literally see his breath change as it builds up in him, like it's oh i don't think it catches the whole thing or it doesn't catch from the start but like it's it's um it's crazy to see but you know kudos to him he very professionally ended his report and um it probably wasn't immediately kind of apparent to people you know there's millions of people watching it but anyway look dan harris the fallout was him recognizing that his life was in trouble it was upside down his inner self-talk and was was muck the habits that he had in his life, you know, weren't getting the the results obviously that he wanted, or you know, they just weren't working. So Dan went back to school, and I don't mean school school. He went back to school, and that he learned about himself. He learned about his mindset, and eventually, he left the world of journalism in the last only in the last few years. He left the world of journalism to, you know, to to head up his his meditation company that's called Ten Percent Happier. So the two books I recommend you listen to. Um, the, firstly, he named he named his company after the first book. And the book is simply called 10% Happier. So 10% Happier. What the hell is that? It's it's basically a Chronicles Dan's story. And it's a very honest account of his journey from 100 miles an hour, high-flying uh, guy, you know, in the 21st century. Also a sceptic you know to his you know the sceptic to all things that he was ultimately going to discover um worked for him you know it it's a shot in the arse that kind of reminds you that happiness is not an unattainable ideal but rather a skill and that's why he kind of maps out he maps out that's a skill that we can kind of cultivate you know with simple acts of paying attention to the present moment so that that's what it's about you know to, to, to make the ten percent happier. You know, by sharing his experience, which there's nobody could argue wasn't transformative because he's a different guy. Um what what he gives you is a it's why it's an interesting read is it's very relatable. It's a very relatable story. Um and look here it can it can maybe provide you on some of the pages kind of oh there's Here's where I am. You know, you'll identify by being relatable, you'll identify where you are and it can kind of be an entry point to, to start it. If you, if you, if you haven't, um, if, if you haven't, you know, done so yet. Um, so that, that's one of the reasons why, why I, why I'd recommend you reading it. Another reason might be because successful people don't always talk about their struggles. Right. And especially the further up the food chain you go, um, and especially if them struggles are in their mind. Like to the outside world, they can look like they're winning. Doing very well on top of their game. But the reality is, just like this guy Dan, you could be one panic attack away from your whole life crumbling around you. So that's that's the first one, 10% happier. The second book I would say to read then, and I would read them in that order. Um, and it's written by Dan again. It's called Meditation for Fitted... Start again, meditation for fidgety skeptics. <laughs> fidgety, yeah, meditation for fidgety skeptics. And like I said before, I was very skeptical about mindfulness and meditation. I think, and for all honest, an awful lot of us are around. Um, I think it's very natural in the West. Like you were never taught it in school. It's probably starting to creep into schools and universities now, but back in the day, it wasn't there. And in the second book, um. Again, it's a relatable story, or, re- or relatable to the individual. But more importantly, it's 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 a relatable guide. It is an actual guide, and I know an awful lot of books out there that label themselves as guide. This one is it cuts you know the BS out. It gives you real implementable advice and suggestions for you to use. Um, so, if you've heard of people rattle on about meditation but have struggled to embrace it or get it. Uh, because of overthinking or mental restlessness, where their mind just won't shut up, um, this is the book for them. Um, if you need more convincing about why to practice meditation or you know be mindful, Tim Ferriss, another famous guy, he wrote a book called uh, "Tools of Titans," and he said that he he interviewed hundreds of business executives and leaders, as well as celebrities and that more than 80% of those successful people practice some form of mindfulness or meditation. He said that um, among some of the most successful people in the world, which he interviewed, the most consistent pattern of all that connected these world-class athletes to billionaires and investors was meditation. So that was the common kind of connection between them. 80% of these people practice them. Um, so even after knowing all that information and the fact that it does produce benefits, what resistance could we still have to, you know, being mindful or practicing meditation? Well, I mean, firstly, it, it may be a fear of other others think, um, if you know, if they heard we were doing it or saw you were doing it. But the funny thing is, when we read or when when, when we read articles or we read information like eighty percent of these. Uh, top leaders they've already made it so nobody laughs at them do they when you hear that you know a millionaire or billionaires doing x y and z nobody's laughing at them it's because they've made it we only care about laughing at people when they're on their way up by the time by the time them lads get to where the level that they're at they have what you call fuck you money in the bank and it's not just um financially speaking they literally they don't have to give a damn So maybe you or I or we need to adapt the mindset that equates to that fuck you money and just do it anyway. And if you're still afraid of what others are thinking, don't bloody well tell anyone. Like, meditation is quiet, isn't it? So who the hell will know? Now, again, maybe you're afraid it'll make you soft or, you know, in whatever appointment or position you're in, maybe a little flowery or, you know. Tim Ferriss again mentions that he was afraid when he started off in that he'd lose his competitive edge. Do you know, um, maybe you're the same. Maybe people won't take you seriously and all the rest of it. But instead of becoming, um, instead instead of becoming soft or losing that competitive edge, he reckoned that he became more focused, less wasteful, um, in his endeavours. Just like the "Don't tell anyone" bit that we mentioned before, this one as well. Meditation will give you another tool. In your toolbox, you know? And if, if all these leaders in that 80% bracket, you know, if 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 like all them had done and started and saw the successes, if you gain the edge in whatever business or whatever life that you've got going on, whatever endeavors you're at, if you get that edge and you become more focused, surely that would make you calmer under pressure, more assured, wouldn't it? So that's the opposite of being soft, isn't it? Look, like I said, just check out Dan's two books. Um i'll write yeah i'll write them in the description when, I, when i'm uploading it just decide for yourself what you know what's um what what you what way you'd like to start but definitely two great books Um or if you want to skip the reading and you know skip following dan's suggestions maybe just start with this this idea just a couple of points just for um just yourself try out for a week before you go buying um, a couple of 10 euro books you know, very simple and repetitive and it will work if you stick with it first of all I'll start off by um finding a quiet space where you won't be disturbed and sit comfortably sit up straight with your feet flat on the floor don't have your legs crossed and um, don't have your hands in your pockets close your eyes take a deep breath and in through your nose and then slowly ex- exhale again through your nose or your mouth the reason again, and not it's not breath work, but the reason you're going through the nose is the breathing through your nose naturally calms you down. It activates the parasympathetic nervous system, um, as opposed to through the mouth, which activates the sympathetic to fight flight. So, into breathe through your nose, and just repeat this a few times until you feel relaxed and centered. You will it. it it's it, it, it it's a naturally occurring thing. Like you breathe through your nose, you calm down, and then when you've done that, just then begin to focus on your breath. Like I said, remember us saying. The woo-woo side, feel the cold air bristling off your hairs and your nose. It actually does work. After a while, you will notice it. Just try your best to start paying attention to the sensation of the air as it flows in and out of your nose, right? And if your mind starts to wander, which it bloody well does, just pull it back to the breath. Keep pulling it back to the breath. Always back to the breath. And don't sit there judging yourself. Don't, you know, get frustrated with, you know, different thoughts coming in hundred percent normal like that's that's you know what what happens when you start that and you like you know you doubt yourself and all just keep pulling the attention back to your breath as many times as you have to over and over and then as you continue to practice you know you're being being mindful and the meditation you, you will find that becomes um easier to stay present and to return to that state of presence you know in whatever situations because the more you practice the more you'll be able to call that in in stress times of stress and that and you'll notice that you're able to let go of the distracting thoughts easier you know as you get you know you you'll get quicker at coming back in to to being present to be mindful and then you'll notice as that goes on that you'll start feeling more relaxed more focused you know and, and and even aware of your surroundings more of the time So after. This or an alternative um, exercise like this, like if you're if if you're going to just try this for a few days, or if you have another one, you know that you had practiced previous and you wanted to practice again, you know practice them, and then like in hand in hand with that or parallel to it, there's also thousands, I mean thousands of hours of free, free, like you know they're just just out there guided meditations and they're available online and. These med- guided meditations are involve everything from stress and um, stress management to falling asleep at night quicker. They're available on all platforms from YouTube to Spotify. So just a quick search on that will point you in the right direction. So look here, um, that's about all I'm going to talk about the meditation and mindfulness for today. Um, I hope this episode has been helpful to you. I know that you will feel um, inspired if you do read Dan's work to start incorporating them practices into your life. And just as you get going, like like I said to you when I started off and anyone that tells you that they do find it difficult to start with very, very difficult to start with, but it isn't about being perfect or getting it right. It's about showing up and just trying it and trying it again because you're trying to learn a new skill, isn't it? Well, anyway, until next week, uh, mind yourself and, um, talk to you then